Well, good morning. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. It's good to be with you all in my basement. Hope you're all having a good start to your morning. And today we're going to be in Acts chapter 16. So if you have your Bible with you, you can go there with me now to give you a bit of the the context of this chapter. Earlier on in, in Acts 16, Paul was walking around Philippi and he cast a demon out of a young slave girl. Her owners were not too happy about this, and so they dragged Paul and Silas to the local magistrate with a whole group of people, and that's where we're at. We're going to pick it up in verse 22. This is what we read. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. Because he thought the prisoners had escaped, but Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized. Amen. What an incredible story. There's a there are a couple of takeaways that I want us to to walk away with today. And so here's here's my first point. Here's the first truth from this passage I want to want us to take in and that's this. How we handle times of difficulty and struggle really matters. How we as followers of Jesus handle suffering and times of difficulty it really matters. Look at Look at verse 25. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. I mean, Paul and Silas had been through a lot. I mean, it says earlier in, in the passage that they had been stripped, that is, they'd been humiliated, stripped before others in public, and beaten with rods. You know, many of us are so familiar with the book of Acts, that we just kind of gloss over these details. Oh yeah, Paul was beaten again. I mean, think how how awful, how painful it would be to be stripped, to be humiliated, and then beaten with wooden rods, and then placed in a cell with other criminals. So all the other all the other prisoners there were were watching to see what Paul and Silas were, were going to do. Were they going to curse their God? Were they going to shake their fists at God? Or were they going to put their heads between their knees and, and just curl up in the fetal position and surrender? But instead, what does it say that they were doing in verse 25? They were praying and singing hymns to God. And 
listen, Luke is a concise writer. He doesn't add details unless it's really important. And he adds this detail. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Luke wasn't just saying, oh, there were other prisoners around who could hear what Paul and Silas were, were saying or were singing. No, he's saying that they were, they were intently listening. They wanted to know if these men of God were going to continue to follow their Lord, even in the midst of suffering and difficulty. And invariably, we will all find that in the midst of our trials and suffering and difficulty, other people are going to be watching to see how we respond. And so listen, I, I am not suggesting that during times of difficulty or suffering we're called you know, to, to put a smile on our face that is disingenuous, right? We're not called to live in denial here. There's time for lament. There, there's time for grieving. But my prayer for you is that in the midst of your grieving, in the midst of your loss, that you would continue to place your trust in the Lord, that it would be clear to all around you, that you continue to follow your Lord, that you continue to trust in Him, that you continue to praise Him, even in the midst of, of your difficulty. This is what Paul and Silas did, and Luke, Luke said, the other prisoners were listening. How we handle times of difficulty matters, because other people, unbelievers, they will be watching to see how we respond. And second, the second truth I want to point out from this passage is this. This passage teaches us that we're not to be discouraged when people do not respond to the gospel right away. Let's read verses 29-31. The jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Now, why is this thought even on the jailer's mind? Why is he asking at this moment, what must I do to be saved? Well, here, here's what's happening. The jailer, like the other prisoners, had been listening to Paul and Silas all night. They, he'd been listening to them sing what? Songs of salvation. So in a moment of crisis... What does the jailer say? He says, how can I receive this salvation that I've heard you singing about all night? Jailer had been listening to them sing for hours. No effect. But then a moment of crisis arises and the jailer is ready. He's primed for salvation. He's ripe for salvation. And we will find that this is a reality in life as well. I mean, this is, for many of us, I imagine, our story, that other people around you prayed for you, shared the gospel with you, and you wanted nothing to do with it. But then a moment of crisis occurred, or, or circumstances changed in your life, and suddenly you were ripe for salvation, just like this jailer. And so my encouragement to you is continue to to share your faith with your coworkers, Continue to talk to your family members, your neighbors about Jesus. Continue to pray for your friends and loved ones. Believing that even if they're resistant, even if they just appear to, to be absolutely uninterested in what you have to say, that just like this jailer, there might be a, a time of crisis. There might be a time when their circumstances change. And in that moment, they might too cry out, what must I do to be saved? Oh, friends, how we handle times of difficulty matters. Everyone was looking at Paul and Silas to see how they would respond. 
in this passage, it reminds us that we're not to be discouraged when people do do not respond to the gospel right away. Because in God's perfect timing, when that crisis arises, when those circumstances change, people will say like this jailer, what must I do to be saved? Amen. Amen. Well, I hope that was encouraging for you. I'd recommend reading all of Acts chapter 16 today. It is a great chapter and an encouraging encouraging look into the life of a great man like Paul. God bless you. Have a great day.